Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. there. It's Holly Rustic with Grant Writing and Funding. And I help grant writers write better grants. I help nonprofits get better funding. And I help change makers start freelance grant writing businesses and grow them. Today, we're going to talk about doing the research section in grant proposals. This is so important because as a grant reviewer, I have reviewed grants for nearly a decade. I've written them for nearly two decades. And what I always see is this section, when I'm reviewing those grants, this section is very, very insufficient a lot of the time. But before we get there, I just want to go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsor this week, Grant Writing and Funding. If you guys are looking to build your grant writing skills, which I know a lot of you are because you're tuning in today, definitely check out our free grant writing class. This is new, you guys. I'm super excited. Jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com and you can go to our Get Started page and you can click there to find our, our new grant writing class that you can watch right away. You'll also get a workbook and it is available once you subscribe for three days. So do make sure that you watch it within three days. Um, it is an amazing uh, class and it's less than an hour. So you're going to get blown away. You're going to get a lot of our behind the scenes secrets and our hacks and it is amazing. So we're really excited on that. So once again, jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com and for all of today's show notes, do go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 266. You're definitely going to want to get our show notes today and you can also check out all of the other things that we have going on. All right, back to our episode. So let's dig into the why. One reason is that people don't understand that they're writing a grant. Sometimes they think they're writing a fundraising appeal. Very different language that you might use. And another thing is a lot of times people think that the more emotional they are in their grants, the more sad they make their clientele seem or the cause seem, that it'll pull at the heartstrings of grant reviewers and grant reviewers will be like, oh, I wanna fund your project. Here's the thing, we can still pull at those heartstrings without having super emotional writing. We can do that through data. And the thing is, is every single grant that comes in, there's a reason for it. There's a reason for that program, right? So trying just to get on heartstrings is not the way that grant reviewers score, okay? What they have is a rubric and they have to use that rubric to score. So being emotional or pulling heartstrings is never on that rubric, all right? So what is on that rubric usually? Let's break that down. Data, citations, sources, a problem statement, target demographic, and really showcasing the need once again through data. All right, so let's look at how we want to showcase this. Instead of saying, oh, it's really sad and we have, you know, there's a real big problem and just kind of using vague language like that, we want to cut that out. All right, now what is going to help you score points in your research section or in your problem statement, in your needs section, those are oftentimes what they're called in a section of a grant, are to use specific data 
right? But before we even get there, we want to know who is your target population? You would say, we're just going to serve the whole world, or we're going to serve animals in general, or veterans in general, right? We want to be specific. That's very broad. Now, if I went to say, okay, we're going to serve people in recovery, right, for instance, but then we need to really break it down even more. Are people in recovery in your certain area, your geographic area? Is it people in recovery with certain types of needs or certain types of recovery, right? Sometimes we break it down by gender. Sometimes we break it down by race. Sometimes we break it down and make it more specific because we want to serve a certain target population, right, with a certain amount of money. Because remember, when you're asking for money, it is a certain amount of money that is finite and it is for a certain duration of time. What you need to prove is that you can successfully spend those monies and you can implement that program, right? So if you were just vague about your target population, we're gonna serve everybody or all these things, how are you gonna do that with finite monies, with limited duration of time for that grant spending? You're not gonna be able to do that. And that's why we call um, it a target demographic and funding sources really wanna know who specifically or what cause specifically are you going to serve? And that's gonna help you become a lot more clear as well when you're writing a grant because then you're gonna get focused. All right, the next thing in our needs section after target demographic that we need are a lot of the data and the resources and the information that can really support your main problem statement. Now, what I mean by this is you can get surveys um, to show information, you can get testimonials, case studies, focus groups, you can look for newspapers, reports, all of the things. And we also need to provide the citations of where you are finding them. All right, now quick note, if you're using ChatGPT or other AI, you need to double check those resources. I have seen um, in early 2023, I have seen um, citations beautifully listed from ChatGPT, but then when you go to try to find them, they're nowhere to be found. So do double check that if you are using AI. So once again, you need to provide where that source is coming from, right? That citation. We want to say if you got information about your target demographic, once again, people in recovery, needing certain types of resources, what are some of the needs that they face? What are some of the problems, right? So maybe it's about transportation, having there's not enough transportation because the public bus system doesn't go in the area that a lot of these people live, right? Maybe you found an article that's, that supports that and that points that out, or a report or testimonials or surveys with those people in your target demographic. You would then need to cite where you got that information and include that in a grant. You can include it in parentheses and within the grant, footnotes if you're able to. However you wanna do that, um, you can do that. Remember, in a grant, it's not really MLA or APA types of writing that we kind of find in traditional um, English writing, but I would say if you're using one or the other, stick to it. Don't keep going back and forth. So I'm not gonna go down the rabbit hole here on this one, but definitely make sure that you're just consistent. So if you're putting it in parentheses inside the grant narrative, do that throughout. If you're putting it in the footnotes, put it in the footnotes throughout, okay? now. Let's move on. So now we have our target demographic. 
we have our sources and our citations and our research that's all pointing to the actual needs here. We're not just pulling things out of the sky, but we're actually pulling real information, right? So now we need to anchor that with a specific problem statement. So we really want to be able to showcase this is the main need. So we may say that there is no transportation available for people um, wanting to get to recovery services in this county. We're using the target demographic, we're being very specific, and we're also pulling some of the information and sources that we found through our research, right? And then we just have this anchor, and that will really anchor your grant, so it's very specific. And when we go into our next series about creating goals and objectives, you're gonna see how we're gonna be able to flip this problem statement that we developed and make it our goal. It becomes much more simple than to write a grant. Now, here's just a quick side tip for you. You may say, Holly, what if I'm finding a lot of research and it's like 10 years old, 15 years old, 20 years old? Now, here's what I'm gonna say. Most research we wanna find is within the past five years, all right? However, there are certain exceptions for this. If it is the last study that was done and it was done 10 years ago and it's for a very specific niche population or even the US Census, that's not done every five years, right? We would just say it's the, the um, most recent report that is found for this specific item, right? So you can list items um, and research that are older than five years. However, I would just say make a little disclaimer about why some of your research is older and make sure it's not all older, that you do have some more current research as well. All right, I hope that helps you with your grant writing. And if you would like more information about writing grants, you can definitely join our free grant writing class. So make sure you jump in there, make sure you get all of the resources so you can find our whole grants formula. And thank you again for listening to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. Once again, for all of today's show notes, definitely go over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 266. You can also find information about our free grant writing class. And I just want to give a shout out to one of our podcast reviewers, Greg NTC 2023 wrote, Great listen for nonprofit leaders. Grant writing is the lifeblood of any nonprofit organization. Understanding the tips and strategies to demystify this process and elevate your own funding success for your nonprofit is an essential skill. Holly does a great job providing information in an entertaining format. Thank you so much, Greg NTC 2023, for this five-star review. And we encourage all of you changemakers out there, if you find this podcast useful and beneficial and love it, please do subscribe and leave a review on your podcast player, as that does help other people find the podcast. All right, guys, I will see you next week to your grant writing success.